0: Yeah, and then without even giving, like, a fucking second thought, he goes and burns windows.
1: He had to. Should have bought a Mac.
0: (sighs) Boo! Hey,
1: everybody. This is David, and welcome to another episode of I Finally Watched. And today, I finally watched The Thing. And
0: this is Alon. And today, I also finally watched The Thing.
1: We're talking about the 1982 John Carpenter's The Thing um which i didn't realize i was looking a little bit up in that i didn't know that 2011 is actually a prequel oh is it yeah i think it's supposed to be what happens with the uh, norwegians so which actually which actually makes me want to watch it a little more
0: i actually Um, already wanted to watch it um no interest in the
1: 1951 the thing
0: from outer space
1: i've heard that's good really but yeah uh, maybe at some point i'll get to that um the reason I chose for us to do this, um, and we keep we keep doing when we keep doing these Halloween movies, usually neither of us have seen them because it's just not our forte. Um, Is because this was the movie that they were watching in Halloween when we did that last year. Uh, when uh, she was babysitting the little boy, this was the movie they were watching on TV. Oh. And so I just thought oh, it would be a cool continuity thing, but then you decided to do Halloween too, and that sort of overshadowed my thing I had going. But that did give me the impetus of like, you know what, I want to watch the thing finally. I've never seen it. I had this vague idea, but I was like, it had been so long, I was like, I think it's like a shape shifting thing or like it takes people over or whatever. Um what I did not realize and the opening tells you right away I didn't realize this was aliens.
0: Yeah. Um we'll we'll get to that in a second um the as far as continuity on this podcast goes i do want to mention that when we did scream i'm pretty sure at the in the background of scream they were watching halloween and then as you said in the background of halloween they were watching this movie unfortunately this is kind of where it ends because there wasn't much tv watching in this film
1: they were watching some game show at some point i don't think we're going to do i finally watched that
0: yeah i think we're going to stay away from game shows and uh he was playing computer chess. Well, okay. Anyway, let's, let's, let's get into it. So yeah, right off the bat, we're uh, introduced to, to aliens, which knowing from what we get from the film, I guess that opening shot where we see the spaceship was like over 100,000 years ago when that happened.
1: Right. So actually the, the camera technology, if you think about it being 100,000 years ago, is not bad. But otherwise I, not great.
0: I actually really like the like the opening credits, like the how they did like the film burn of this. Like that was
1: that was sweet.
0: That was cool. And I, I put myself like, okay. I'm I'm like 40 years ago. I'm a teenager sitting down at a Cineplex ready to watch the thing. Do you have popcorn? I have popcorn. I What's have your those, soda. Like licorice. Soda is like the is Beverly? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's disgusting, and it's the only thing they had back in the eighties, and Coke. Um, anyways, so I'm sitting there, I'm watching it, and then the thing comes on, and I'm like imagining like this was cool. Now, how freaking like blow your hair back would you have been watching this for the first time in the eighties?
1: Now, yeah, I mean that's the whole point of why we do this podcast, but like. It, I actually think the movie held up incredibly well, even though it's forty years old. Like the the practical effects on all of it were still really disgusting to me.
0: Yeah, but for 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 me though, I was so busy in awe of how well they held up and like what they could have done forty years ago with all the with all the you know with what technology they had that it i never was scared which i'm sure was john carpenter's intention back when he first released this and i'm sure a lot of people were terrified of of this movie back then but i i wasn't i didn't find this to
1: be a horror. right well i mean the movie essentially isn't even it's not even really about the aliens it's a it's like a um it's a movie version of like the game mafia if you've ever played that or among us since you're younger it's just like a who's the bad mafia before uh yeah
0: who's the bad guy you know really it's the metaphor of the human
1: condition aren't we all the bad guy at some point (laughs) aren't we all the thing Um, um but and what's funny is when i watched this i was like oh that was really good And then I started like doing a little bit of research and I was like, holy shit, there's so many fan theories surrounding this and like little moments in the movie that I missed that I was like really impressed by. Um, And it makes me want to watch it again uh, after reading all that. But it's one thing that, you know, we were just talking about the special effects. So this movie had a $15 million budget, which for a horror movie back then was like crazy, uh, like high. Yeah, and the special and I think that like I was reading that it like used some contemporary numbers and all of those were like under a million the entire budget, and then the special effects budget was one point five million, so the special effects itself was higher than like most of the horror movies made back then, which is just insane. I mean it,
0: it shows too. Um, I mean, okay, you 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 bring the fun facts and and I have the questions, so I guess we'll just start right after the intro of the credits of the of the opening title, um, where we start with a helicopter uh, shot <laughs> of a helicopter chasing down a dog. And at first, you know, I thought, this is what I thought. At first I thought that, okay, is that like a Trink gun? And they wanna like like find the, like, you know, track down the dog or? Um, And as the movie progressed to what it actually was, I quickly caught on, but I thought it was like a really kind of ridiculous beginning to this movie.
1: Uh, I agree. It's actually like, though, it's the only thing I knew about the film because one thing, you know how everyone's, if you're just like looking at memes, you'll see like random facts about things. Sure. And one of the facts I'd always read was that if you spoke Norwegian, then the entire movie is ruined for you. And I read this too in the, the trivia that the, the when the it's either the pilot or the other guy comes out and he starts speaking Norwegian and yelling at them, what he says translated is, get the hell out of there. That's not a dog. It's some sort of thing. It's imitating a dog. It isn't real. Get away, you idiots. And having watched it now, I didn't need to understand that. Like I knew <laughs> what was happening anyway.
0: Yeah. But I,
1: I do wonder it would have been interesting to not know that going into it, to have no idea what this was about and how, how, how you would have figured things out. Right. Like I'm, you know, trailers back in the day were a lot different than now and that they don't give shit away. And now you kind of know almost by the third different trailer that comes out, you can, you kind of know the whole movie. And I'm I'm curious what the marketing was for this, because if you went into this, not knowing anything, that opening is so confusing. And then the payoff when you f- see what happens to the dog later on, when it's put in the kennel, I, I bet is so amazing. Like w- going in with zero knowledge.
0: Yeah. I mean, for the, for the knowledge that we do have, um, never seeing this movie, but you know, just 40 year old movie. How are you not going to hear about it? Knowing that, you know, they were going after the dog for the kill. <laughs> uh, I mean, you you know pretty quickly that the thing is the dog.
1: Right. And there's one shot a little bit later. uh, I think it's when Kurt Russell's character is already leaving where the dog's just sitting under a table, but the music is like super ominous of like, just, it's just showing the dog. So, you know, this dog's like kind of evil. Um,
0: How great is that dog actor though? I mean, it hit all its marks. It's
1: very good. Ran very well. Yeah. Very well. No, it was, it was a,
0: I have a question. I don't know if you might know this. The answer to this, since you read a bunch of production notes and facts and shit, um, the helicopter flying so low and like being that close to the dog was that a real helicopter in the same shot as the dog?
1: Yeah, it was, a, and it was a professional professional helicopter pilot. And uh, originally, I think in the script, they had the helicopter pilot crashing, and the helicopter pilot was like, "I can really crash this thing if you pay me to do it," and like pay for the helicopter. He's like, "I'll do it." <laughs> And they're like, no, we're not doing that. That um, probably is an insurance thing. Um, you know what I also thought was interesting? And this isn't, a f- I, re- I read this, it's not a thought I had, but they're shooting at the dog. The bullets wouldn't have really killed the thing, right? Right. You needed like fire to do that. You needed to like burn it. And that's why they had the grenades also. Yeah. And someone pointed out though, the reason that they're shooting at the dog is one, potentially to slow it down. but two if a dog is full of bullet holes when it gets to other people, but it's not at, you know, it, it would have to act hurt. And so it like would just it, like it, one, it would help to slow it down, but two, it, you know, it, the dog couldn't just keep going and like pretending like it was, you know, fine. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting because when you first see it and you know that, Oh, it's a shape it's like, Oh, they're just trying to shoot this thing dead. But it's like, you know, that's not re- that wouldn't really have been enough.
0: You mentioned that they also carried grenades, but you all, you forgot to mention they carried like 15 cans of kerosene.
1: Yeah, No, they were serious. They were. Yeah. It does, uh, and I guess the 2011 movie would tell this, but like how those two escaped. Um, you know, it, that's the thing though, going into this and, and knowing that it completely took out this Norwegian base, I'm like, all right, well, how do these guys even have a chance? But then like the way the thing moves, it's like, It's not, it's powerful, but then it's not really that powerful and it takes forever to assimilate. So it's kind of easy for it to get caught. You know what I mean? It's like, you
0: say, okay. see that's another question. You say it takes forever to transform, you know, assimilate. Does it? Because it's like, I'm thinking, okay, there's something, I don't want to spoil it too soon, but there's something at the end of the movie where a guy is a thing and I'm sitting there questioning when, when, did he have time to become the guy?
1: Talking about Blair?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, not not Blair. Not Blair. The other guy. Palmer, Palmer. the guy who's tied up? Yeah. Um. Blair well, had plenty of time. Blair was locked in the thing for like more than half the movie. So that's fine.
1: Yeah. Well, and there is some theories that it happened earlier to Blair. Um, also, there's a shot of the dog going into a room in a guy's shadow, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and John Carpenter purposely used didn't use one of the actors in the movie for that shadow, just so you could. Like, who
0: has a who has a short
1: afro? Like, <laughs> or it was or it was either that, or it was like someone with long hair, but that was really tight to their head a little bit.
0: Yeah, I was like, when did the freaking Egon from Ghostbusters show up in here? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. No, okay, so that makes sense. So that could have been anyone, but then yeah. it was it was multiple people.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah you don't exactly know who that was i think you're supposed to think that palmer and norris were the were had got assimilated very early on um just for multiple reasons but i i guess you don't really know the other thing that the movie doesn't explain very well is exactly how the thing works and one thing i was reading is that the like that it took a lot longer to shoot than normal because the cast kept arguing during takes, like how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that played Palmer got really pissed about this, but it, it like, they never spell it out. and It is confusing. Cause it's, it's like, it's an interesting thing to think about. Like this thing takes you over, but is it, you know, it like the way it takes things over is, is kind of weird. It like, sometimes you just need a drop of blood and it'll enter you and like change you. Right. But then other times it like, Completely, like reforms its body around yours, like with like with bennings, and so another, it's just like.
0: Well, another question I have is that: is it one thing, or is it things multiple? Like, obviously, it's an organism that like, and this was like, uh, the example for this is that when he was testing the blood, right? Right. It can like split, so if the dog was one thing, one the thing. And then, if it infected multiple dogs while it was in there, and then it, they killed it, they flamethrowed it while it was in the dog kennel. Are you telling me that at that point, another dog that escaped was the thing? Or no, did it, it already take over a human at that point?
1: It had already taken over a human.
0: So, it took, so it already took over a human. So, that human is the thing. and And the dog is the thing? They're both the thing?
1: Yeah, well, and multiple people were the thing at one time in the movie. So yeah, I mean, the thing was that thing frozen in the snow, right? But then it can take over multiple people at once because, as Blair says when he when he gets on that computer from the '80s that just is like, here's exposition for the audience to explain stuff. You know, it would have taken over. It's one thing, but it would have taken over the whole human race in three years.
0: Oh, I thought it said twenty seven thousand days.
1: Which is three? years. No, no, no. It said twenty-seven thousand <laughs> hours, which is three years. Hours? Oh,
0: Jesus. Okay.
1: Yeah, I did the math. Um, also, the math. Was <laughs> like online. how you were,
0: you were so dead set. Like, yeah, twenty-seven thousand days,
1: three years, no problem. Correct. Um, so let's get back to it, though. I I like the opening. Um, I like the little Kurt Russell. Like I I don't understand him. He he gets beat by this chess machine and then just decides to destroy it, even though they're supposed to be there for months, and I'm assuming other people play it?
0: No, just him. The way he destroyed it, too, is just, like, irreparable. Like, he just pours his scotch and ice in the, in the motherboard, just fries it. Um, hold on. I just want to talk about one more thing. How incompetent is the Norwegian people when literally while throwing the grenade, it slips behind him? I mean, how dumb? I thought that was kind of stupid.
1: Yeah, yeah, you could have come up with a better way for that to work. Um, but the captain who I guess is in charge before Kurt Russell decides that he's in charge, like what about that shot straight through the eye? Yeah. Um, pretty fucking good. I also thought Clark, who's the guy that's in love with dogs, I thought it was very obvious that he was like going to be the first one infected. And then throughout the movie you find out that he was the only he may be the only person who never got infected um no there was a there was the dead body next to him that also did not get infected
0: um so when they they shot him
1: you're right yeah Yeah. well no i read the reason i got confused i read something saying he was the only uh one that was not killed by the thing was clark and he was the only one that was a human too so oh
0: that's true but what's his name copper dr copper
1: was the uh, was the other one who never got infected and he but he was killed by the thing in a very
0: awesome way. Um we'll talk yes, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um okay, so, so you put the dogs with the uh you sorry, you put the dog with the other dogs.
1: Well, before that, Palmer wants to take the dock and go to the Norwegian base. And I love the captain says no, and Palmer's like, well, thanks for considering it. And so they send Kurt, Kurt and the doctor, dot uh, Doc Copper go, right? Um,
0: Sorry, you're gonna confuse the hell out of the audience when
1: you say Kurt. You mean Mac? Kurt Russell? Yes. McCready Kurt Russell. Yeah. Um, and then the, you know, during this time, this is when the dog's like walking around, we see the guy's shadow, the ominous music plays, but then they go to they actually go to the Norway camp. Um, and what I find interesting about that, like one, there's this dude who looks like he slit his own wrists rather than like be taken over by the thing and cut his throat right yeah that was confusing
0: (laughs) (laughs) he slit his wrist and cut his own throat
1: maybe he slit his wrist and but he wasn't dying fast enough and so the two surviving guys are like fuck it (laughs) cut his throat (laughs) the cool
0: thing was that frozen blood though
1: yeah as it's yeah that's what i'm saying as it's coming down but what i found like kind of ironic about this scene is they're on high alert like with their guns drawn walking around very carefully And the whole time I'm like, this is there's no suspense in this. This is the safest possible place they can be right now, because the thing is at their camp, where they think they're safe, and here they're like freaked out. And I I found it like kind of funny. Um, And this is where they find the ice container with the missing body, and then they go outside and find the the burned bodies or the body. Like I don't, you know, because at this point you haven't really seen what the thing can do. Like you're you're kind of confused by it. Um, And so all that happens before they before they get back but then they bring back one of those aliens and that's when like you know the first autopsies happen and it's like a it looks so like was, two two humans melded together
0: yeah um i was con- oh man okay so this is this is kind of my first talking point one i didn't get that they brought it back from the norwegian base i thought that they found this weird body in the helicopter crash and i thought it might have been one of the one of the people from the
1: helicopter crash. Well, they did do an, they didn't show it, but they did an autopsy on those guys too. And they found out that there were like no drugs in their system. So they're like, all right, well, we don't know what the fuck was up with them. Like why they were chasing after a dog and shot one of our guys.
0: Um, and then the other thing I wanted to just talk about is that,
1: let me ask you, David,
0: if you saw what looked like an abomination of two bodies merge together through some sort of i don't know genetic radiated fault are you just opting out then i'd opt out
1: then i'd be like i'm done yeah but opt out where (laughs) you're in antarctica with no communications
0: i would take that helicopter
1: and i would just go far far away you would die in the middle of like you probably die in the middle of Antarctica because you'd like read your compass wrong or something. Well, I die in the middle of Antarctica. That's true. <laughs> that's true. You and Fuchs taking yourself out. Um, and at this point, uh, this is when we get to the dog scene and the dog like bumps into Bennings and Bennings tells Clark, can you get this fucking dog out of here? Um, and then this, the dog goes into the cage with the other dogs And that scene is so cool with all the other dogs starting to, like, growl at him. I'm wondering how they shot that, if they had to shoot, like, each dog individually, right, in a different part of the kennel so that it's, like, you know, or (laughs) because I I imagine they weren't getting them all to growl at the same time, right? But it's just such a cool little scene, like, that part of it. And I was, like, I, I didn't know that we were i didn't know that this was going to be like the special effects showcase that it was like that with the makeup so as soon as the dog starts splitting apart i was like oh what the fuck really like i never <laughs> expected any of that
0: yeah the dog split open like the freaking demogorgon from stranger things and started like freaking having the the tentacles come out of it and oh man it was gross but so cool
1: no a- yeah absolutely and then Clark once again comes in and tries to like save one of the dogs. And it's at this point, I think, when I realized that, okay, Clark hasn't been because he's like, if he had, if he's the one that sees like something's fucking going on, if if he was, had already been assimilated, he wouldn't have gone and told everyone else. He would have allowed the dogs to all been assimilated. So then he has like, you know, the thing is now spread out amongst a bunch of different things, right? Um, but then this is when, this is when McCready, Kurt Russell, kind of comes in and, and takes over, you know? And it's it's interesting. He's not really in charge, right? He's the helicopter pilot. But he, every time, like, in this movie, because he's Kurt Russell, he's the main character. Like, he's taking control.
0: Well, he doesn't really take control until the whole ordeal with the blood packets comes into play. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, the whole the whole setup for the movie is no matter what is happening at the time, it's always in play that, that McCready <laughs> is doing something of great
1: importance. Right. I also, I don't know how familiar you are with, with Wilford Brimley, but I have never seen him young before. And this was quite, quite a shock to my, to my system.
0: So I am not familiar with, um, uh, him
1: at all but we've done one of his movies we have which one my fellow Americans
0: oh shit oh shit and he's the guy from the firm with Tom Cruise and he's the diabetes guy well I've never seen him young either but but you know who really surprised me of seeing him young was Keith David
1: oh yeah this was his first role this was his first role yeah and it was huh as Childs? I'm pretty confident it's Childs.
0: No, they, did you not watch the same movie I did? It's like Childs. I heard, I heard Childs. You heard Childs. You did not hear Childs because they kept saying Childs. No. Yes.
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely. I'm sticking to it. So I think it's Childs. And uh, it's also kind of interesting. This was Keith David's first role, as I said. Uh, originally this was going to be offered to ernie hudson but keith david actually beat him out oh interesting Um, one thing also too is from this from this autopsy which uh like i said is quite gross it's really really good but wilford brimley figures out the shape-shifting thing very quickly (laughs) like he's like the way he's talking about it um which i thought was kind of it's like you need to speed the movie along a little bit, but I also thought it was a little unrealistic that he would be like, that's what's going on. Uh, I liked it. it. made sense to me. That he figured it out that quickly?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you got to get that. Like you said, you got to get the story moving at some point.
1: Right. And then Blair talks to Clark and, and finds out that the dog has been roaming around all day um, and asks Clark how long he was with the dog. So also like, you know, they obviously all know about the dog now, but, you know, because he understands that this can like spread and they all understand that because of like finding out the dogs, that was the thing I didn't think was going to happen so early is that they were going to see it in action. Right. I thought it was just going to kind of happen and they weren't going to really understand what was happening. Um, But I I do think that was an interesting way to do it. And obviously it it kind of panned out well because people love this movie, but I, I, it wasn't what I expected.
0: Now, uh, I remember when you you watched this movie before I did, and you were like, at a certain point in this movie, kind of took an unexpected turn for you. And you're like, oh, this is the kind of movie it is now. What did you mean by that? Because I was interested in what you meant by that. The
1: Dogs. That was the exact point I was talking about. Because I thought it was going to be... It, there's like in the in this movie we're trying to figure out what's going on and none of them you know it's it's a very unexpected thing that there would be aliens right yeah and so i didn't realize that that information was going to come out very quickly and i didn't realize that they were going to catch the shapeshifter shapeshifting so early right i thought it was gotcha. going to be kind of done secretive but the but you have to do it this way because of basically the shapeshifter almost doesn't really have any like motive except just to exist Right. Like it wasn't like, it, 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 you know, there were no obvious signs. So if you didn't, if they didn't see it happen in the beginning, it would have just taken over. It would have run through them like nothing. So you, like you had to know. Um, the The next thing is they find the the video of the Norwegians and um, they see the spaceship and then Kurt's McCready, Kurt uh, Russell is like, all right, I'm going. And the doc comes with them again. I think what the captain. Yep the shot of the spaceship looks like it's like a drawing.
0: Yeah. But I do have to give them credit that it actually
1: still looked pretty good. It did. It did, but it was definitely looks like someone just drew it and they put that in front of the camera as like a still shot. (laughs) Uh, That's exactly what they did, but I think it
0: worked. I, I thought that was so cool though. Like I thought that was so freaking awesome that, it's aliens I, I aliens was a
1: surprise to me me as well yeah i didn't although i guess what else could it have been if you think about it it has to be some life form that like people haven't come against so i mean aliens just makes the most sense i guess i yeah i guess um and then that cut
0: out they find the cutout block near where it
1: they, yeah where it was yeah uh, and this is where you find out, like you alluded to it earlier, that the ship based on the ice has to be like a hundred thousand years old.
0: So that thing, like, like they, like they said in the movie, it either fell out or crawled out of the spaceship and then making it as far as however far it made it and then freezing.
1: Right. And there were some, some like fan theories about, well, was this like, was this alien kicked out because it was being like held as a captive on this ship by like other aliens that were trying to get rid of it. And they were trying to kill it or did it crawl out, you know, on its own. Um, I think like other, like the 2011 kind of makes that a little more clear as to what was going on with it. But um, that's just like one interesting thing. Um, And then they get back and Kurt Russell seems to have like a lot of like, he has just figured this whole thing out, like about the alien and what it does. And like, it's, and once again, it's like the movie has to move along. But I thought it was kind of interesting. And no one believes him, like that there is an alien, except for really Blair. Like Blair's kind of buying all of it. And well, Blair
0: is uh, going insane at this point. Well,
1: because Blair's either going insane or he's already been turned. It's possible. Yeah,
0: but but why would he be going that insane if he was already turned?
1: He might not have gone been turned at that point, but right after that there's a ch- there is a chance that he was and we can talk about it when we get to it. Um this is also the scene where Knowles comes in and like he's like hey i found these dirty uh dirty long johns in the trash, you know, leave your stuff out here. Uh or you know, don't don't be throwing gross stuff away in the, in the kitchen. And um i was like oh that's important cuz why would they make a <laughs> why would they make a point of that and then Kurt just holds on to these dirty underwear. Yeah. Um Cause he knows he does so the next scene is when blair is looking at like the cells underneath (laughs) the microscope and we get all sciencey
0: yeah we get
1: sciencey with uh pixel art (laughs) right and it's (laughs) he uh you know the computer just spells out 75 percent chance that someone's already been infected right um and then blair like immediately grabs a gun and he's like all right and like holds himself up and this is, I guess, when he starts going insane. Um, there is also like a, a a theory that there's a this pencil that Blair puts to his lips, okay, and that uh, this might have made contact with the with the dog at some point, or it might have made contact with like the cells, and so that that was when he got infected. But uh, John Carpenter said that's not true. But it it there there's also another theory, like so. Very soon after this, um, Blair kind of goes insane and starts breaking stuff. And we're not exactly there yet, but I guess we can just talk about it now. Well, he that starts,
0: happens. Like... That happens before uh, what's his face gets infected, right? Before who? Sorry, that happens after what's his face gets infected. So Windows, Benning. Windows leaves Benning's right in like the autopsy room because you think that the
1: the creature or whatever is dead, but it's not. Right. Yeah. So, well, no, it is, it is dead, but it can still, I guess it might not be dead at that point, but they do say that the dead cells can still assimilate that it's, and I guess we may find that out at a different point. Um, but at one point in the movie, they do say that the dead cells can still assimilate to. And so the thing can keep on living if anyone you know comes in contact with it. Um, yeah. And Bennings turns and he like Bennings is in there with, with windows and Fuchs like comes up to Kurt Russell, who's supposed to be in there too. And Fuchs is like, I want to talk to you. Kurt Russell's like, why do you want to talk to me? Like it's real loud. And Fuchs is trying to be discreet. Right. And then they go off. And then, you know, windows is like, all right, well I'm going to leave you Bennings. And this is when Bennings get turned. Um,
0: Fuchs wanted to talk to him because he wanted to tell him about, uh,
1: Oh. Blair locking himself up. And this is when he finds Blair's notebook and Blair's notebook says that burned remains still have the cell activity. And so that's how we know that they can still assimilate with others.
0: No, no, no. But, but Blair, um, sorry. Bennings wanted to tell Kurt Russell about Clark, right? Right. That's when he's like, watch out for, like, look out for Clark.
1: That's Blair. And that's after Blair gets put in the shed.
0: No, Blair does it too. But I thought, no, I thought Bennings did it at one point too. It was like, you know, Clark was by the dogs. So we should watch out for him.
1: Uh, maybe, but yeah, I don't know that that's really that important, but Bennings is turning, right? And Windows comes back in and sees it. And uh, so Win- right. And so Windows runs out and gets Fuchs and, and, and McCready, Kurt Russell. And this is right after Fuchs was just telling him, like, hey, Blair's locked himself up, and I read his notes, and, you know, these things can still – you know, they're still basically not alive. When, they're still alive when they've been burned, right? So then Windows gets them, and they all three run back in, and Bennings has jumped through the window. I assumed that when they caught up to Bennings, he was going to kind of look like a full human, and he was going to be like, Windows is, is one of them, and he's trying to kill – you know, and I thought it was going to be one of those things, like, where it's like you don't know which one of these guys to believe. But no, he's got his hands are still, like, not fully formed. And so they can immediately kill him. And I was like, okay, I guess. I Like, I thought it was going to be one of those, you know, it eventually gets to that point where you don't know who's who. But I thought it was going to start at that one with Bennings where we don't know if he's been an alien yet. But it didn't. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I I had the same thought. And then they just pour the can of gasoline and just burn him.
1: Right. Um, And then they decide to burn everything. Um, yeah. all the all the bodies because it, before that it was either bennings or windows was like oh why don't we burn it and then the other one's like you know this shit's gonna win like a nobel prize at some point yeah which if all the thing takes over then it might award itself the nobel prize at some point for finding itself
0: and isn't Is it... that just really a metaphor for
1: that's oh. like the meme of obama putting a medal on obama <laughs> the spider-man pointing at spider-man um but in this case it's a metal
0: well very specifically in this case yes it's the metal um okay then we go and dr blair is having a conniption
1: well before that blair like destroys the helicopter and then we find him in the room he's like he may have shot somebody no he hasn't
0: he hasn't destroyed the helicopter yet
1: no kurt sees someone run from the helicopter he goes in and he sees that it's been destroyed
0: oh the the interior yes yes yes
1: yeah and then he goes in and blair's like destroying stuff and he finds out that not only did he destroy the chopper he got to the tractor and he killed the rest of the dogs and that's when like clark runs off he's like what Not the dogs yeah that's right um and so then kurt goes kurt russell goes in and like i love the fake punching noises and also how like how good Wilford Brimley can take a punch in that scene. Like it took three guys to take him down. (laughs) And what I think is interesting about this scene is the way I took it, the way probably everyone takes it for the most part is that he realizes how serious this is. And he's like, we have to isolate and everyone here, no one can escape from here. But one fan theory is that he was already the thing at that point. And that he wanted to do this one so that they couldn't contact the outside world to warn anybody, but then two, so that he would be put in the shed by himself so that then he could work on the spaceship that they eventually find.
0: Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting.
1: I think it could be either. And honestly, I don't really know that it matters, but it is, it is one of those like, this movie has like a lot of layers where you can like see a lot of different things in it.
0: Like at, at one point you even think like, okay, maybe, why would he destroy the helicopter? Wouldn't the thing's main objective be to get in that helicopter and drive, and, and ride it to like a populated place? Like, okay, <laughs> think about how bad luck you are. You're an alien light form, whose sole purpose is to take over a planet and the only way you can do that is to be close to other life forms and you crash land your ship in the middle of one of the most desolated places in the world. Come on.
1: Bad luck. But also the thing can just keep walking. So it doesn't really need the plane, but everyone else would need the plane to escape.
0: It can't just keep walking because it, it
1: freezes. Well, yeah, uh, that's fine, but it doesn't like it doesn't need like the food or the water like everyone else does. I guess that's true, at least to our knowledge. And I mean, they can put it, on it layers. It,
0: that's true, but it also it waited a hundred thousand years to be uncovered. Now it could wait a hundred thousand more to be uncovered again.
1: You know, but based on it building a spaceship, it's probably like fuck this place because <laughs> he thinks the he thinks the whole planet's Antarctica.
0: Oh shit, that's true. He's like, there's literally 12 people on this entire planet. I'm. <laughs> Where's I my rescue out. mission? I'm going to get out of here. That's funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah.
1: You know, one thing I, I wondered about this, it's supposed to be, so what I keep reading and what you like understand when you see it is that this thing is like a perfect copy. It like takes over the body, but does like it have all the memories? It, it, it seems like it has to, but it also doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I guess it can like go in the brain of the person and remember everything they knew.
0: Well, even, like, what I'm impressed about is it's a copy physically. However, it cannot keep the same clothes, but it has the same, like, syntax. Like, like speech patterns as the original host. So, like...
1: Yeah, well, I think sometimes when it morphs, it, like, that's why the clothes rip. And so then it's just trying to get rid of the evidence of the ripped clothes. But I don't... Yeah, I don't think it's, like, a it needs like a fresh pair of long johns like this is gross (laughs) this guy there's shit stains all over this i gotta change um
0: yeah i i don't so does it like shapeshift with the clothes or does it shapeshift naked because i've never seen it shapeshift naked It always shapeshifts with destroying the original clothes what i'm saying is like when it shapeshifts and it has clothes on Is the clothes part of it? Is it organic material now?
1: I don't know. Are you asking if we're seeing the things like we're just seeing its dick because like the clothes are part of it? And like that's, I don't know. I don't think that's what's happening. I mean, because they also say that just one drop of blood can make it assimilate with someone. So sometimes it might not even do that whole thing where it all like gets weird. It might just like enter the person and then they're just like they've been turned. But then sometimes with like Bennings, it does this whole weird transformation thing that doesn't make sense. So yeah, I don't know. Because there's also a fan theory that uh, Palmer is watching a show smoking a joint and Childs joins him. And that Palmer's already been turned. And then when he gives the joint to Childs, it turns Childs. But that doesn't make any sense because Childs passed the blood test. So
0: Yeah. But then Um, again, maybe Palmer wasn't... Infected at that point. Maybe. And it's weird, because if he was, why would the thing know to smoke a joint?
1: He just found it in the pocket. He's like, oh, this is interesting. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Time to get (laughs) hot. Well, the thing,
1: the thing's main objective is to stay, is to stay unnoticed, right? And when it comes in and it knows all these things about the the host that it's taken over, it's like, okay, this guy smokes this thing this weed that he that he loves so i have to smoke it so i stay and also palmer could have gotten taken over at a different point i don't even really remember when that weed smoking scene was so it doesn't matter they put blair in a shack and blair is like hey uh you know watch clark watch him close and then they get out of this and they're like we need to figure out how we can tell who the fucking thing is and the doc doc copper and then fuchs were like oh a blood test that would do it." And then immediately, someone sabotages the blood, right? Yep. And I was like, I don't, I should have gone back and looked because I was trying to figure out like who it was, who was around that conversation. But it's like they were probably talking openly about it, right? Um, someone pointed out that on most refrigerators, there's like soft rubber at the bottom like as a seal to like keep the cold in okay and they're like the you know this the thing can kind of like shape shift and and whatever and move itself in different ways like it easily could have just broken that seal at the bottom and gone in and like taken it out without needing the key and someone also points out that in that scene as everyone's arguing about the blood there's like a shot of palmer with his earphones and just doesn't give a shit about any of it which is true to his character but it would also just be like oh he's the thing so he doesn't care
0: yeah. And then, then there's the question that if the thing had access to all of their blood, couldn't they have, as- couldn't he have assimilated into any of them at any point?
1: Well, it needs to take over from that person. So it can't like
0: the
1: th- th- the weird thing about the way it works, but you know, cause it like, why does it? So need it the-
0: can assimilate from it's one drop of blood, but it cannot assimilate from the, the host's single no
1: drop of blood no it needs to take over the body which is but is once again weird why it does that whole thing where it like shoots out all it's like tentacles and stuff as it's turning into bennings so it's like that part doesn't exactly make sense to me like the the practicality of it but it yeah it needs the whole body Hmm. so yeah, I don't know. it's like it's it's like it's taking over. It's not copying. It's taking over whatever host it's it's taking. Um, the other interesting thing is, so everyone starts blaming each other, right? Yeah. Um, and then Windows runs off, and Gary chases him. If you look at that scene, Windows is there with the the shotgun. It's Gary Childs, Clark, and um, Kurt Russell McCready, right? fuchs isn't there norris isn't there and palmer isn't there and someone's pointing out that you know fuchs has kind of learned a lot about learned a lot about blair's notes and fuchs also was the guy who came up with the blood test so the thing would be worried about fuchs coming out with another way to detect it and the two people who were probably infected at that time are norris because he's the guy who eventually like chomps off the doctor's arms and Palmer. And so they're staying back with Fuchs to like, you know, maybe infect him or whatever. They're just trying to get close to him. And so, so like it's kind of an interesting shot.
0: That is interesting. Yeah.
1: Um and there's also apparently a uh there's like a shot where Palmer is like directly staring at Fuchs too. There's like a lot of stuff with Palmer that's so subtle that I didn't notice that like the director and the camera guy and the lighting all were like making it kind of obvious that he was, but you wouldn't notice it if if you weren't looking for it. Hmm. Um, I also think it's funny that at that point they're like, all right, well we need a new leader because we can't trust Gary and we can't trust copper and child's offers. (laughs) And and everyone's like, no, including Clark, uh, which I thought was kind of like, is Clark racist? Like why Child's not allowed to be it, but then Kurt Russell can take it right away, and Child's is like, hands over his his knife.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I I thought I thought the race thing too, but then I thought, well, they said no, we we don't want someone so hot headed. I was like, okay, I guess he's hot headed. I guess we'll just take that as the thing.
1: McCready seems pretty hot headed too, because when he sees the spaceship in the video, the doctor's like, oh, there's like thirty knot winds out there. And he flies into it anyway, so it doesn't. He's not making all the rational decisions either.
0: No, I mean, there's a difference between being hot-headed and 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 rash, but I think um, I think you know, Kurt Russell has to be our main character, and that's the reason, and that's all we need.
1: That's true. Um, I do like his speech, though, which is why he's the main character, because he kind of lays everything out really, really well, and just like, hey, I know. I'm human. And I know some number of you guys are not human, but it's not everyone. Cause if it was all of you, then you would just fucking kill me.
0: Yeah. So yeah,
1: we got to figure this out and that's what we're going to do. And then he's like, I want to take the prime suspects, which are Gary Clark and doc copper. And he's like, and we're going to pump them with morphine and see what happens, which is like, why did you choose morphine? I don't know. Um, but then it cuts to the next scene. He's like, it's 54 hours later. He's like, we don't have shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, morphine, it's not proved to be anything, you know, it's kind of like the Salem witch trial. It's like, I'm going to pump you full of poison. If you die, you're not infected. If you live, you're infected. And it's like, well,
1: <laughs> we're going to throw you out into the snow. If you freeze to death, you were human. If you don't freeze to death, we're then going to fucking kill you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> i mean then it's the reverse of that we're gonna burn you at the stake if you die you're a human
1: if you die you're a monster so then after this kurt goes to fuchs who grabs a beaker and i read it was confirmed that it was acid in the beaker that's what it's supposed to be so fuchs just has a beaker of acid ready to fuck up whoever like comes at him
0: yeah so he just it happens
1: to be McCready. He knows he's a prime suspect, and I'm or he's a prime target. And I'm wondering if he was kind of like he noticed Palmer staring at him, and and Norris getting a little too close. Dude, Fuchs could have been the main freaking character. You mean the thing, or just the main character?
0: No, I mean he like he was the smartest out of all of
1: them. He was. Yeah, and he was a pretty good. I like I thought he did great in the part too. So. But no, it, it has to be Kurt Russell. So next, Fuchs sees something move past his door and decides to follow it outside, I guess because the lights went out. But as we know in horror movies, you like, no, you don't chase after this weird thing. Um, he goes outside, finds Kurt's torn jacket. Um, and then next we see Kurt wants to go look for Fuchs. Um, so they go to Blair to see if he's seen Fuchs, which is, once again, I don't understand why. Um, And Blair's like, hey, I'm better. I want to come back. I really, really want to come back.
0: We got to take a step back. Okay. This is the second most confusing scene for me that I want to talk about. First of all, when we open up Blair's little hatch in his door, there's just like a noose like he made right there. I'm sure you've read a theory about
1: what the hell is going on there. Can you explain that to me? I think just one of the production design people thought it looked cool. It like, meant something, but that's it. So here's what I think, if you
0: want to hear what I think. The real Blair was put in that shack as a non-infected. He built that noose as like a like a just-in-case I gotta take myself out sort of thing. But by the time that we visit him again about fuchs he's infected at that point
1: yeah i could see that i mean like i said that other theory about him wanting to be put out there so he could build the ship the thing about it is though, it was like how fast did he build this fucking spaceship the what about did, it how fast did he build the spaceship you know
0: the, the what about it what do you mean you said the thing about it okay it's tired of
1: the movie yeah, so I just don't understand how he built the spaceship so fast. So that's what I, I'm confused about. Um, so they go to Blair. Blair's like, I want to come back. I'm better. And they're like, the fuck you are.
0: Also, and then they f- I'm sorry, but under the lab, was it just a pre-built lab? Under the shack, was it a pre-built lab? Or was that all done in that? He
1: dug out, he dug out the snow.
0: And put all the equipment down there?
1: Yeah, that's what we're supposed to gather, yeah. Holy shit. So that's why it kind of makes more sense that he was a the thing all along, right? I guess. Because also he destroyed the helicopter, and then clearly some of those helicopter parts were used to build the ship.
0: Well, why do you think it's one person? Why don't what why at that point what's his face? Um
1: Palmer and Norris Palmer
0: and Norris were infected. So One of them could have destroyed the helicopter. Blair could have gotten the shack. One of them could have gotten the pieces to Blair at that point. Like, Because think about it. When they visit Blair for the third time, the doors open. So now you have to think about who opened the door.
1: Right. But when they visit him the third time, Palmer and Norris are already dead.
0: Right. So before that, they were caught and killed. They already delivered the thing,
1: yeah, but at that point there was like a huge snowstorm, and people weren't going out. I guess they could have snuck out, and the snow doesn't af- doesn't affect them as much but so
0: now now Fuchs thinks that that Kurt Russell is the thing at this point, um and someone obviously planted Kurt Russell's clothing because they even had me convinced that Kurt Russell was the thing
1: yeah. Yeah, they didn't have me because once again, he's like the main famous person in this movie. Um, the thing that was confusing to me is they're just like, "Oh, so Fuchs must have burned himself." And I'm just like, "Why?" Uh, and I read up on it that there was at least an alternate version of this where he was stabbed with a shovel through the like through his his uh, uh, torso and I was like okay so that at least makes a little more sense cuz it's like why did he kill why would he have possibly killed himself and like it could have been cuz he's like maybe i'm about to turn and i'm i'm you know but i was like very very confused about that part yeah and then so he found kurt's torn jacket but then when the, when Nals and kurt go to like look they go to look for something and naws then comes back and he's like i found kurt's torn jacket so I just left him out there to die. It's like, how did that jacket get up there? Did Fuchs plan it and then die? Or did Fuchs burn himself? And then Palmer or Norris were like, fuck now I gotta, you know, cause they're obviously trying to, to convince all the others that Kurt Russell's bad before so they like plan another jacket
0: before <laughs> how many jackets does this guy have before we see Kurt Russell break into the storage room with like the, dynamite in the flare we see him talking to Blair and this is the part where you're saying Blair's like I'm okay I'm okay now I want to go back inside and then you know Kurt Russell just closes closes the hatch um what are we supposed to believe happened to Kurt Russell between that time and the time where everyone's like running away from him
1: well, I mean he goes with Knowles to his own he went to he, he went with Knowles to his own place where he slept because a light was on. Yes. And so the light was on because someone planted the jacket. It could have been Fuchs. it probably wasn't Fuchs because Fuchs found the jacket and he would have like taken it to everyone, I guess. It, which once again is like, why was Fuchs killed? Um but they so they go to the they go to Kurt Russell's place to figure out why the lights on, and then nalls just happens to find that jacket, and so he just escapes and leaves Kurt Russell to die. And so from then on, Kurt Russell's like, all right, well I got to figure out how to make it back, which is apparently supposed to be impossible, but he does it because he he cut Knoll's cut the line, and so then he comes back in. He's like, I'm going to blow this fucking place up. And then Norris has a heart attack. At that point, they should have
0: known. I mean, it's sad, too, because Norris was like one of Kurt Russell. Like Kurt Russell's like, look, I don't know who's the thing right now, but I know it's not me, and I know it's not Norris. And then it's Norris. Yeah, he'd be real bad at mafia, Kurt Russell would. Uh, so now I'll talk about the defibrillator scene. Um, so they get back into the rec room and they lay Norse's body, like what, what was it, on the pool table or just the table, and the the um, oh, Frick, what's his name, um, Doc, is a Doc. Yeah, it's uh, Doc Copper. Um, he grabs a defibrillator and then um, as he's shocking him with the defibrillator, he goes in for one. Uh, chest compression and Norris's freaking chest like opens up into like a full set of like teeth Doc's hands go into the chest the chest closes up and just completely rips his arms off
1: and it's awesome Do you know how they did that? How they had the the arms so and I wanted to go back and look at this I didn't get a chance to Uh, apparently they used an amputee to film that part of it, and he was wearing a Doc Copper mask. And because you're so focused on the arms, you don't look up and see what is very obviously a mask when you watch it.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's like, I really want to go back and watch that. But that is, it's a little dated, but it's so kind of cool. What is not dated is the head pulling off and then crawling away. I thought that looked fucking amazing. Yeah, that looked awesome. And then I love when Windows sees it, and then they all turn around because you don't know <laughs> if they're going to see the head, and they all turn around. And Palmer, who you think is turned at this point, is infected, but his line is so funny. You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they burn it. Uh, they do. They burn the shit out of it. And at this point, we're kind of getting close to the end, but Kurt's like, I want everyone tied up right now. And uh, then Kurt Russell murders a man, somewhat in cold blood. To be to be fair, Clark was coming after him with a scalpel. Yeah, no, it was justified. Raylan Givens would say,
0: justified.
1: Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I like he's like we're gonna draw everyone's blood and i'm gonna test it by what was it like it was shocking the blood or like oh it was burning it right he like so heated he up he did he
0: heated a copper wire with like a heat gun and then he was like his theory is that if an organism that can assimilate like this every part of it is its own organism which means that every part of it is going to defend itself so for example for a human after blood is outside of a human's body it is no longer part of itself but for the thing it would be part of itself which doesn't what doesn't make sense out of that is that as they're cutting their finger wouldn't then the thing fight back on simply the cutting of the finger
1: yeah but as we've learned in the movie like it's the fire that it's really affected by like the heat
0: I guess you're right. Yeah.
1: And so, well, the whole thing of like how he knows this is gonna work—it's like he gives this whole speech, and you're like, I mean, that sounds nice. Yeah. But I'm not sure.
0: What? I, what's the believability about all this? Is that this is all off of theory and hoping that it works? If everyone was like gun ho, like, yeah, that sounds great, Mac. Let's do that. Yeah, you're a genius. Wow, that really worked. But the fact that everyone is like suspicious like this is like like chilled set or childs as you call him like he says he's like this is a crock of shit like yeah i mean what's the what's the
1: determination that this is actually gonna work you know which is funny because they test four people in a row including clark who everyone thought was it and none they all passed the test and then gary the you know the captain is like this is fucking bullshit and Kurt Russell's like, I knew you'd say that. That's why we're going to save you for last. For, like some, for some drama, apparently. Um, and, but they do Palmer next.
0: Well, hold on, no, no. They do Windows next. And Windows
1: was first. Okay, whatever. That, so
0: what's funny about Windows is that if you look at his face, he has this like really, really worried look on his face. And then it's just this huge
1: relief
0: that he's like, oh, it's not me. It's like, dude don't you know it's not you
1: (laughs) right and apparently they lit palmer in a different way than everyone else so like you couldn't see his eyes as well as all the other characters is like a it's palmer and so they do right after gary says this is bullshit they do palmer and the test works and palmer starts morphing and i love the three guys still attached to them like screaming and freaking out yeah um i thought it was great and then so kurt you know palmer kills windows in a really fucking disgusting like scene like all of this is like the fact that they use these practical effects and i'm like it weren't scary but i was like that is gross like it's done really well um but kurt uses a flamethrower on him then palmer just runs through a fucking wall (laughs) and kurt blows him up with a grenade which apparently the grenade he threw kurt russell didn't realize like it was going to be that powerful so his reaction to the grenade was like real that's funny um you forget the fact that it's a horrible time for your flamethrower to not work (laughs) well yeah because windows is trying to get his to work and he can't get it well he that's user error he couldn't get it to work and then kurt's actually isn't working and then that's why windows dies
0: yeah and then without even giving like a fucking second thought he goes and burns Windows. He had to. Should have bought a Mac. <sighs> Boo! Um, I was really sad about about Clark, though. I was like, man, I really thought he was one of them, and he wasn't. And then he still died. Yeah. Why do you think Clark was turning on uh on Kurt Russell though?
1: Oh, because everyone, because the you know Clark the whole time was kind of following the facts, right? He was just playing the game trying to figure out who was the bad guy and there was like this obvious clue everyone at that point thought kurt russell was the bad guy because they found the torn clothes so they all thought he was it what i think i already said one of the funniest lines which was palmer's you've got to be fucking kidding me but after after he tests naws and childs and they're both good and then he tests gary i love the quote is i know you've been through a lot but when you can find the time I'd rather not spend the rest of the fucking winter tied to this fucking couch. <laughs> so great. Yeah.
0: Yep. That was, that was good. Um. Yeah. <laughs> when the, when uh, Palmer's blood is being tested and it doesn't pass the test, just the look on Palmer's face is like, well, the jig is up. Guess I got to fucking kill everybody here. <laughs> you know, I I know that the thing doesn't really have a mind of its own. It's just kind of like, The mind is whatever it's taken over at that point. It just kind of has to just go on and, you know, do its business. But I wonder what it is thinking. Like it does have some thought because the way it's like trying to take out people. Okay. So this is, this is what I'm getting to. This is my point. Maybe you have a good answer for this. He knows that eventually Palmer's blood is going to be tested. So why doesn't he come out before and start
1: trying to kill all of them? Because he doesn't know the stupid test is going to work either. So, I mean, he could come out at any point, right? But he's not, there's not really an element of surprise. Like, there's five of these people. So he's just. I think he's just hoping, like, hey, I hope this test doesn't work.
0: I guess. I mean, whatever, whatever the thing has knowledge of itself prior to it, I guess. Um, Also, here's a great thing. We have seen the thing become a dog and become a human. We have never seen the thing become anything outside of those two species. But we also assume that it has traveled the universe and has taken over different alien life forms from across... The galaxy. That would explain how it has the DNA to still turn into like the spider legs from like which the head came out of and crawled away. So do you think it it like maintains all of the DNA it has
1: ever encountered with? I have no fucking clue.
0: Do you does that make sense though?
1: I don't know. I mean it has these weird tentacle things that come out when the dog, you know, I mean, I think it's just I think it's got this weird it's a shapeshifter so yeah i mean maybe not necessarily dna but it's seen some weird creatures and it's copied like their abilities to how they how they move and operate maybe
0: because some of those dog formations that it was it was doing towards the end of the movie was
1: not looking like a dog right um so next it's what gary knolls and kurt russell go to get blair but Blair's gone. They find a secret lair where he's built a spaceship, which we've talked about the timeline of this. Ch- Chose is still alive. They leave him back to keep yeah, an no, eye on stuff. didn't say he was dead. I just didn't mention him because, yes, he stayed back. Um, so it's like, what the fuck happened here? How did he build a spaceship in, like, either two or three days? Um, maybe longer. Maybe it was a team effort, like you're saying. Um, but the next shot is one of the coolest. It's like the music is playing and it's this POV shot of what you presume is Blair, like going back into the compound. Right. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. And then right after that, you see presumably childs running out and then the lights turn off. And I was like, Oh, what, you know, was that Blair? Was that whatever? Or, and like, I did read online. So a lot of people presume that childs childs later on, later on says he saw Blair and he chased after him. Or he saw somebody. And so it would make sense if he saw Blair and then Blair was the one who was going to turn off the lights. Like that story would kind of make sense. But then also Child... Like Child's just passed the test. So how he... he you know, he probably couldn't have... He couldn't have been assimilated at that point. But maybe he got assimilated right now. Like that's the kind of the question.
0: I know the theory about Child's at the end of this movie. I personally think him and kurt russell are okay at the end of this film well we'll talk about it when we get there so we get down there like okay let's just blow everything up because obviously we're going to freeze to death which is what the thing wants because it can wait a hundred another hundred thousand years for a rescue team we cannot so let's make this as hot as it can go they start taking the tnt kurt and russell
1: kurt russell is one of the smartest helicopter pilots i've ever encountered in a movie because he keeps doing this thing and this is like the most prime example where he explains the mind of the thing so the audience can know what's actually happening in the movie because he's like oh he's trying to freeze himself and freeze all us to death and then he'll be able when the rescue team gets here he'll be able to take over the world and it's like how the fuck did you come up with that <laughs> logical thinking and why are you a helicopter pilot in Antarctica? You could be doing
0: other things. Here's my, here's my thought about that too, is that all of those guys have to be at some, like, at some level a scientist or some degree in, in, in a science major because you don't just become a helicopter pilot in fucking Antarctica just to be a helicopter pilot in Antarctica. You have to have, I mean, that would be a waste of having like just a one skilled per person. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he could he... he could be a pilot, but he could also be a scientist.
1: I don't think he's a scientist.
0: Oh, well, I mean he's one of the smartest fucking people there. Also, so they, they start blowing everything up. And I love how they go down that long corridor and like start throwing the TNT in every room and then just systematically poof, 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 the rooms no, blow yeah. up.
1: Yeah. Well and they like plow through like the the side of the uh, the side of the building too and start like and then you know start blowing it up. I um, I think it really gets cool once you get to the generator scene. And at this point, too, Kurt has already, they've all agreed, you know, Kurt Russell, once again, being the philosopher and the, the scientist is like, you know, none of us are going to make it out of here alive. And like the rest of them sort of accept this. Like, yeah, that's right. We need to basically save the world and sacrifice ourselves. Um, and they go downstairs and the generator's gone.
0: Yeah, but you can fix it, right?
1: <laughs> no, Mac. It's gone. <laughs> For good. Um, which I guess it's part of the plane. I guess that's what was gonna drive the plane is a is a 1980s ch- generator in Antarctica. Oh, you're talking about this the alien spacecraft, space yeah.
0: Shift? I don't know. I took it as like the fucking thing ate it.
1: Like it could probably do that. So Gary runs off. He gets attacked. Knolls goes after him. He presumably gets attacked too. And now it's Kurt. And this final form pops up with like heads all over it. And it's like trying to go after Kurt Russell. And there's a dog popping out. And then I love Kurt Russell. Like, first of all, like fumbles with the dynamite and then like throws it. And he's like, yeah, fuck you too. And like runs off and like escapes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then the whole thing blows up. And then Childs is like, oh, what? Did I miss everything? Oh, I'm back. <laughs> hey, guys. So
0: I did read a theory where because Childs, you can't see his breath. Um, You know, it's the cold, so you can see Kurt Russell's breath. But you can't see Childs. Is that that signifies that he's the thing?
1: Yeah, I read that too. When you go look back at it, though, you actually can see Child's breath a little bit. And I read that Kurt Russell, before that scene would smoke, a, before each shot of that scene, smoked a cigarette so that his breath was more visible. Than Child's? Just more visible, period. Oh. Um, yeah, let's get into... So they're both sitting there, right? And Kurt Russell's like uh or child says hey how are we how are we gonna stay alive and kurt russell's like oh maybe we shouldn't and then child is like yeah and he takes a drink and then kurt russell just kind of nods his head and laughs Yeah. and one of the theories i read is that mccready kurt russell was throwing a lot of molotov cocktails around because he had uh he had been filling those bottles of summer with alcohol, but he had been filling them with gasoline is this is how the theory goes. But we know I think him filling this with gasoline was not like something we saw, but one fan theory is that they think he filled it with gasoline and that the reason he laughs to himself when child drinks it is because child drinks it. And it's just like, Oh, just alcohol, whatever, like it has no reaction to it. But once again, <clears throat> that's a, I, that the, the final shot of Kurt Russell. That kind of is cool that him laughing to himself as he drinks it. Cause it happens right after so yeah. it's kind of like weird, but this, this alien like basically just takes over this body. It knows that like Palmer liked to smoke weed and it smoked weed. It knows all these things. It's probably going to, and it has all their memories from what we know, because it's able to interact easily. It probably knows that that's not what this should taste like. <laughs> yeah uh, if it were if it were that that's true, you know it's so funny without even reading that
0: theory, I thought of that too. I thought like I thought I didn't know the movie I didn't know the fucking movie was gonna end right there, so I thought Carussell was gonna be like ha, that's kerosene motherfucker, and like pulls out a shotgun and like blows him away or something, but right. it, that does not happen but i uh I thought that would have
1: been cool though uh he's like uh um. But so then, according to the 2011 movie, which this answers your question but, uh, about can it create, uh, it can't create inorganic material. And so Childs is wearing, and that's why it rips off clothes. Okay. Childs is wearing an earring at the end. And so how did it get that earring and put it back in its ear? You know, it wouldn't have had that. So that kind of signifies that Childs is probably not the thing. Um, John Carpenter has apparently acknowledged this theory, um, but he doesn't believe, but he says he doesn't believe either of them are the thing, right? Well, it's interesting because John Carpenter has changed his mind several fucking times when asked this question. Because first, there's a 2002 video game in which Mac and Childs are both revealed to be human at the end. And he came out and said that that is as canonical to his movie, that that's, that's canon to his movie, the video game. He like blessed it, right? Okay. But then in a subsequent tweet, he says, yes, one of them was a thing.
0: Yeah, but I mean, fucking people do that kind of shit all the time.
1: Yeah. And then I read that Kurt Russell is breathing and the other one is not thing. So it's like, I don't know. I um, I, I, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was. I think it's impossible for Kurt Russell to be the thing, right? Because we're following the whole time. So it could only be child's, right? The only way, okay. The only way Kurt Russell is the thing is if he was assimilated after everything blew up. You know, the other way he could be the thing though, is if he just fucked with the blood test, but it was in front of everyone. They probably would have noticed, but he maybe like could have. But why would
0: why would he work so hard in killing the thing if he was the thing?
1: Right. So it makes no sense. That makes no and then, sense. And then someone asked Keith David, like years after the movie, if either one of them was the thing. And he's like, all I know is I wasn't a fucking thing, <laughs> but that was just probably him screwing around.
0: I mean, it could have been all of them screwing around. I mean, I, sometimes, sometimes I think people take movies too uh, seriously, um, which is like, okay, who, who the fuck cares? If it was an entertaining movie but then again just looking at logical fact you can't fucking trust what any of the director producer or actors say because they can fucking say anything they want just to keep the fe- the story like alive like if it was so plain cut and dry then we wouldn't be talking about it after all these years you know they got to keep us on our toes about it because they want us as the audience to still be interested And what the fuck is going on in their
1: 40-year-old movie? Right. But I will say, if it was not Kurt Russell's idea to smoke the cigarettes and to not let Keith David, then yeah, Keith David's probably the thing. But also, why does the alien the aliens take over taken over in a a body that's organic? Why would the breath thing even be a thing?
0: Why would the breath thing? And I'm pretty sure if you look back to like say when uh, Bennings is now is out there in the cold and his hands are still not completely like you know transformed he was probably breathing pretty cold air too yeah yeah i don't know i'm not going back by the way do you know where this was shot
1: la this was not shot on L.A.
0: this was shot on a soundstage
1: most of it yeah and then a little bit of it was shot so they shot most of it on sound stages And then at the very end for some exterior stuff, they went to British Columbia and shot it like a base. And then apparently the Norwegian base was just the burned down base, uh, the U S base. And they just shot that part at the end. Cause he was like, Oh, we're not, we're not doing two of these. It's crazy. That's awesome. a, A fun fact about that is my last fun fact before we end this is apparently to get to this base you actually had to drive into Alaska and then back into Canada to get there.
0: <laughs> um I mean overall I I didn't find it scary, but I found it wildly entertaining. I loved all the special effects. I thought that was the coolest fucking shit. I mean especially for 40 years ago. Um I mean not to do any research uh for it but I'm sure they broke some incredible you know, ground um, in practical and special
1: effects for movies for this film. Well, so the guy who's responsible for it, Rob Botton, who also was going to – he acted a little bit and wanted to act in this movie, and all the other people working with him were like, he's got such a hard job. If he does that, I'm fucking quitting. Like He's already got so much to do. He's not also acting in the movie. He was only 22 at the time that he did this movie what yeah
0: jesus um was it was it mainly robotics animatronics puppetry what was it was it all of it
1: uh it was a lot of stop motion uh was mostly what they did
0: stop motion for the tentacles with the dog i could totally see that um but even with like that the hands being chumped off
1: and like well, I explained the hands being chopped off because that was, yeah, I mean, no, but I don't how did know.
0: the stomach open? the stomach opened up, dude it looked
1: I mean, that actually kind of looked stop motion
0: too yeah I, yeah, I guess you're right, I mean, and then the the freaking um the head popping open, the dog's head popping open, uh Palmer's head popping open, eating windows head it's so cool, oh, and that final like weird final form, as you call it at the end of the movie, um. I I really like this movie. I actually like it um better than I thought I would. And I don't I think if it was honestly if it scared me, if I was scared, like say I watched this movie like when I was 13 and you know a total wuss, um I would not have liked it as much
1: as I like it right now. I mean if you were 23, you probably would have been scared and a total wuss, but I thought it was really great. It was better I don't really know and it, like it's certain when it started i was like oh, i guess it's all right and then as it went through like it was sort of lower than my expectations and then better than my expectations after i was done with it and like i the the big takeaway with it is one like the i think it's like a cool cool conceptually um obviously it comes from a short story uh and also there's the 1951 version but it was really well done story wise, and the main takeaway is the practical effects and like the how like just gross it was and how like well done and how well it 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 held up, you know. So I, I th- this movie is obviously great, um, and yeah, I'm really glad that we did this one.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of I Finally Watched. I'm Milan, and I'm David, and we finally watched The Thing.